Welcome back to What Do You Know For Sure podcast with me, Anne Hughes. In this episode, I am joined by the lovely Laura Boyd as we talk about taking things for granted. Laura has leukemia. She is she works on STV, so a very familiar face uh, to many of us. And she also, of course, has the, the lovely story of her sister-in-law being the surrogate for her beautiful daughter, Penelope. And this is a wonderful conversation about not taking things for granted and that real essence of being grateful that, that life has brought her to a place where she doesn't take things for granted, even though the thing that brought her to that place is obviously heartbreaking. It, it was a leukaemia diagnosis in 2009. So this is a really honest, really humbling conversation. And by the end of it, I think you will fail to be anything other than completely motivated by everything and inspired by everything that Laura has to share. Laura, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm really delighted to be chatting to you. Tell us a wee bit about you. Oh gosh, what do you want to know? Uh, <laughs> so I am 40. Oh God, I hate admitting that, saying so old, doesn't it? But I'm embracing it and I'm embracing yeah. it. Um, and I have a young daughter. She is just 16 months old, Penelope. Um, and yeah, I've had quite a colourful life, I would say. Um, I work in television, which is my dream job. So work for STV News. Um, I've worked in TV since I graduated from uni in various roles. Basically always been at STV, so an STV girl through and through. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in 2009, I was diagnosed with leukaemia, which I still live with today. And that, in short, I'm whizzing through my life here, that in short um, affected my chances of having a baby wasn't safe for me to carry a baby so my sister-in-law did that for mm-hmm. us and she was our surrogate and here I am you know working uh-huh. my dream job and with my gorgeous little girl and husband and yeah life yeah. is really really good I can't complain uh-huh great and I can't you've been on my radio show before so we've already had a chat and you've answered this question briefly but today yeah. we're in April now would you believe 2021 uh what do you know for sure Laura do you know what? Like, I knew that the podcast was about this, and actually, I think that question really, really hard. Do we know anything for sure? Mm-hmm. Out there, doesn't it? Um, I guess one thing I know for sure is that you can't take anything for granted, and I think that comes into a lot of areas in my life. Obviously, with the cancer diagnosis, it's just something you never really expect to get, even though something like one in two people do get it. I guess it's something. I never thought would happen to me or, you know, it just doesn't come, kind of come into your, your mindset. So, um, so yeah, I think that thing of not being able to take in for granted is, is so important. And when you do have a health scare like that, that maybe comes to the forefront of your mind. And again, with the baby thing, I think as it's something I talk about a lot with my friends, when you're growing up, when you hit the age of liking boys and getting involved with boys, um, you know, your whole kind of life is trying not to get pregnant when yeah. you're a teenager and in your 20s if that's not what you want. And then suddenly you hit your 30s and you're like, you just, I think I always presumed I would have children. And now me and so many of my friends, 
you know, have struggled for so many different reasons yeah. that that is something fertility and the chance to have a family is something I really, really think, um, you know, I know for certain you can't take for granted. Um, and that is something that I would probably stress to if I could go back and speak to myself in my you know early 20s or whatever, then I would try and put that on my radar to think about Um because I know for some people it does get to the stage where it's maybe too late to do anything about it. So, um, so yeah, that's something I've learned. But yeah, that, that that's kind of all that I do know for certain. And the other thing is that um, a cup of tea solves everything, and I think that's. Yeah. What? <laughs> I, I agree with you on that definitely. <laughs> so, if we go back to before two thousand and nine, when you had your leukemia diagnosis, did you take things for granted? Do you think? Yes. In some ways, um, yeah, I did. I think I was just kind of rolling with it, with life. And, you know, I, I think I was incredibly lucky in this, that I say, you know, I went straight from uni into a career that I loved. And, you know, I definitely didn't take that for granted because I knew that I was really lucky to get into that job. Um, but... I think I just took for granted that I would probably get married at some point and have a family at some point and, you know, live in a nice house and stuff. I think I just kind of thought that's how life happened and, you know, that's the way it would be. And I don't think it's really, in my experience, until you start to hit your 20s and you maybe see friends get married and divorced, you you maybe see people struggling to have uh, a family you know, they don't have their dream career and stuff like that. I think I was maybe quite naive to what could possibly lie ahead in life. And in part, that's a nice way to be, Um, you know, just enjoying your life. And I think when you're young, you really should embrace it and, and not put too much pressure on yourself. Um, But yeah, I think there were things I thought would happen and would happen in a certain way that didn't. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like, you know, <laughs> some people will say, oh, youth is wasted on the young. But do you reflect it's come up recurring in this podcast, actually, now that I've spoke to over 60 women in this podcast? And the theme keeps coming up again that had I known, had I had the confidence I have now when I was in my 20s, had I had the knowledge I have now, had I had the understanding of myself, the appreciation of myself in my 20s then, oh my goodness, life would have been different. Do you resonate with that? Do you think that it's just going very, very fast? Of course, yeah. I think everything just flies by, doesn't it? And I think there... Yeah, that that's. I was actually thinking about that scene um, the other day for some reason, and I, I think it is true. However, I also think, you know, I think I, I, I was fairly confident in my 20s because I was just having a ball mm-hmm. you know certainly in my early 20s you know I was I was working but I was like you know out with friends all the time I was partying um, and and I loved it and I look back now and I'm like oh there's a lot of things I probably would have done differently but I had so much fun with that kind of naivety and just um, you know embracing life and rolling with the punches whereas then I think maybe when you get to your 30s as a woman, I mean, I guess men will as well, but, you know, as a woman, we obviously have biological clock ticking and stuff like that. Then I think suddenly there was this, like, realisation of, like, 
God, I've not done this yet and I've not done that yet and I'm, you know, I really should be. There's there's suddenly a kind of pressure on you, mm-hmm. I think. Um, you know, and yeah, life definitely changed when I hit my thirties. Yeah. See when you reflect on your, your cancer diagnosis, and I know you share so much about that, which I think and I know from some of the work that we've done together can give other people such a freedom to speak about it. I freedom to believe they can live life. You know, you've went on, you've had Penny, you know, she's like 18 months now, isn't she? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And so like you are getting on with your life while you live with cancer. But when you reflect on that journey you've been on, has it, for want of a better phrase, has it made life, you appreciate life more? Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's, yeah, that goes down to the whole, not taking anything for granted you know like like you just don't know what a diagnosis can change your life within um you know days and I think you know I I see that a lot through you know and I do quite a lot of cancer work within my role in in STV and uh, just the other day I interviewed a family whose son was 15 and I had video footage of him from the start of March when we had the snow and there he was sledging about like crazy and within a couple of weeks he couldn't walk because he was diagnosed with acute myeloid leukemia which is like the next level from the type of leukemia I have and you're like there is someone your life has just turned upside down within a matter of weeks well days it was actually you know it was a couple of days he was ill and the next thing he had this diagnosis and couldn't walk and so it's yeah, I think you really do, you suddenly appreciate things much more because I remember when I was first diagnosed, I didn't know how long I was going to have. And, you know, nobody does. That. Yep. That's Mum always says that she's really good at kind of, she's very practical. And she's like, Laura, you could go out and get hit by a bus the exactly. next day. Anybody could, you, you just can't live your life thinking, uh-huh. oh gosh, you know, what, what's coming next? Um so it's definitely given me a bigger appreciation of life. And actually, weirdly, that we're having this conversation, a girl who um, has the same kind of chemia as I have um, occasionally messages me. And I think because I have been able to be open about it and through my work and you know, maybe having a wee bit of a following on Twitter and stuff like that, I've been able to kind of talk about it. Then I've got some people that contact me if they're going through a similar thing. And a girl messaged me just last night just saying she was really struggling she's doing well just now she's achieved what you what they call an MMR major molecular response easy for me to say Mm -hmm. (laughs) but that's kind of where the cancer is under control by drugs and that that's what mine is as well and she's like and how do you cope with it because now I'm worried about what if that doesn't last and I think of my next appointment and blah 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 and everybody is different and she's like still quite new to the diagnosis and that is a terrifying time but I was like I tried to say to her I was like look what good is worrying going to do you because actually it just adds to the stress whereas you're doing well just now you just need to kind of focus on that and there will be down days but you really need to kind of cling on to the good days and embrace it because while you're feeling well and while you can do all the things you want to do then you know, like you have to do it, and you know that you know better mm-hmm. than anyone as well. And um, it does give you a sense of like really embracing life, I think. Uh huh. And probably not sweating the small stuff, like yeah. things that would have probably annoyed you pre 2009 probably would not even touch you now because it's like, is that important? Do you have that reflection? 
Yeah, I, I definitely do. And, um, you know, and I think there are things like maybe, you know, stupid things like probably if I'd had a cold or something before, then I would have been like, oh, I'm not going out today. I'm just going to lie under my duvet and blah, blah, blah. Don't get me wrong. I love a jammy day. Mm-hmm. But I more so feel like I don't want to waste any time. So yeah. as much as I can, I want to be out there doing things because I mean we can all relate to that probably in the past year year and a half where actually our freedom has been taken away from us and now more than ever I think you crave I think everyone's got a taste of that you crave normality and doing things and seeing people and yeah and not letting silly things get you down because it's just a waste of energy and a waste of thought and ultimately I'm a great believer in what will be will be and that good old Scottish saying of what's for you won't go by you Mm. but I think you've got to almost live like that because otherwise you just waste your life worrying yeah I mean I feel as if I I know for a fact that tomorrow is promised to none of us because life has taught me that and I'm quite grateful for that do you feel as if you live a life of gratitude and can you almost have that, that that life has come to you because of that diagnosis that to be in that place of gratitude is actually down to something that's absolutely horrific yeah I, I think so completely and I think I've said before in other interviews I've done that in a weird way it's all oh my gosh I would never wish it on anyone but it has given me a total newfound respect for life, for the people around me, you you know, I guess even on another level for me, I've got someone who carried my child for nine months for me. I mean, that is like how you ever thank someone for that or, you know, how you ever have gratitude for that is, is beyond comprehension. But, um, but yes, I am, it's made me appreciate things so much more and I'm just really grateful for every day that I get and every day that I get with my family is that I think as you get older you appreciate that I'm very lucky that you know my mum and dad and my husband's mum and dad are, are both still all really well and um you know they, they get to share the joy of Penelope which is like another level of happiness you know she's like really kind of made their lives I think um and I will be forever grateful for that. But yeah, I'm just so thankful to still be here and to still have the opportunity to do things that I absolutely love. Oh, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast, Laura. Thank you for having me. It's been great to chat as always. And yeah, I think hopefully that would be my motto is, is don't take anything for granted. Great. Thank you. Hello and thank you for joining me on this episode of What Do You Know For Sure podcast. If you would like to connect with me, you can do that across social media by searching and Hughes Ignite. If I refer to my radio show and the podcast, you can catch those on my Mixcloud. Again, just searching and Hughes Ignite. And if you or anybody you know want to answer this question with me, please do get in touch. Just go onto my website, anhughesignite.co.uk and fill in the contact page at the bottom and I'll be delighted to have this conversation with you too. Thank you.